0: If I was a beginner, part two coming your way, and uh, just a little kind of prelude into what to expect from this episode. So in this episode, I got into some more specifics. I didn't get into like specific specifics, like hey, rest, you know, seventy-five seconds between sets, and you know, do these exercises in you know in this order, because I didn't want to get that granular, but I did want to give you guys more direction because in part one, I was really happy with how it shook out, but. I realized when it was over, I said, all right, yeah, that's really good. But if I'm a beginner, I would really love to know, you know, a little bit more specifically what you know what i think uh in terms of how i would start so i hope you guys enjoy this if you guys didn't check out part one maybe maybe go back maybe pause this guy go check out part one and then loop back to this guy part two with more specifics and you know my hope is after listening to part one and part two you beginners out there you've got a little bit of direction and you've got a little bit of guidance for exactly how to get started podcast f cubed or the f cubed podcast even we are back man and this has kind of turned into this is kind of turning into a daily thing i'm really trying to really trying to crank these guys out while they're fresh in my mind and kind of keep uh you know keep the momentum going man keep the momentum alive i mean you know in the world of fitness finance i mean faith especially Momentum is a powerful thing, man. Momentum is a very powerful thing. And so I'm going to kind of follow my own advice here. I'm going to try to practice what I preach and, uh, yeah, try to harness the momentum, the inertia that I've built up and keep this thing, keep this thing moving forward. So yesterday, I talked about if I was a beginner, what would I do? And I was really happy with how the segment kind of unfolded. But the one thing that I realized as I was going through the segment was I said, you know, this is good and this is helpful, but if I'm a beginner on the other end of this, the things that I would really want to know next are, okay, Jim, like I got you, man. Training, nutrition, you've painted with a very broad brush, but now give me some specifics, man. Give me some more specifics. Behind, you know, what you would do, kind of how you would set this up, and so that's what I want to dedicate this part two towards. I want to, I want to build out some specifics. I want to give you guys, you know, you beginners out there, a little bit more to chew on because I remember what it was like as a beginner, and it can be very overwhelming. It can be very intimidating, especially now. I mean, you know, when I was a beginner, it was, you know, two thousand. 2001 and so the internet wasn't even like around i mean we were rocking dial-up modems you know with the whole (coughs) like that was that was my life you know in 2000 2001 i mean like ethernet was like just starting to like you know become a mainstream type thing i mean we had that at college but i think at my mom's house she was still rocking rocking the dial-up and so I say that because information was not like it is now. I mean, it was, it was starting to become kind of widespread and kind of easy to access. But now, I mean, in 2018, I mean, it's so easy to basically learn about anything that you want to learn about. And so that being said, you know, I just know that there's a wealth of information out there and it can be very overwhelming, especially when, you know, truth be told, A good chunk of it is not very good (laughs) a good chunk of it is not only not very good but it might actually send you down the wrong path and so what I'm trying to do I mean with all of F cubed is kind of simplify the process across you know all three of these F's at least through my lens at least through you know my perspective and I am certainly not going to you know be so naive as to think that I know all there is to know and I have all the answers and I'm not going to send you down a path that might be the wrong path. I'm certainly going to do that, but I would also like to think that I have learned a couple of things and maybe you can pull, you know, pull some fruits uh, out of the, uh, out of the bushes here. So that being said, man, let's dive right in, you know, three and a half minutes later. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's dive right in. That's kind of an oxymoron. But how would I set up my training and nutrition specifically? So let's start with training. So yesterday I talked about, you know, I would do a a three-day-a-week full-body split or I would do a a four-day-a-week upper-body-lower-body split, you know, upper-lower, upper-lower. And just to kind of simplify this segment down, I've been running 15, 16, 17 minutes and I kind of like that that length. I think that's good. I think that's manageable. I'm just going to focus on a full-body split. So yesterday I said I would do a full body split three times a week, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I would probably do the same exercises each day. I think that's good. I think that would be a great way to start. In thinking about it a little bit more as I prepared for this segment, I think I would alter that slightly, and here's what I mean. I would do squats, bench, deadlift, twice a week, I would do squats, bench, deadlift, and that is your whole workout. That is your entire, you know, training uh, program or regime for that day. That's all you do on that day for those two days. I would do that on Monday, and I would do that on Friday, and one of those days, I would use kind of heavier weights in a lower rep range, like, you know, four or five, up to like seven or eight to kind of give your body, give your system, you know, some practice at dealing with heavier weights. Now, again, I would keep everything very light as you are a beginner and you're just learning. But just in a relative sense, obviously, you can move more weight if you're only doing a set of five than you can if you're doing a set of 10, right? I mean, that's just kind of, kind of common sense. And so on Mondays, I would do, you know, four to eight squats, bench, deadlift and I would do you know anywhere from like three to five sets of each exercise right I'm not going to give you guys like specific specifics like all right you know do you know four sets of six and rest you know 95 seconds between each set I'm not going to do that because I don't want you to feel hamstrung I don't want you to feel limited I want you guys, you got to carve, you got to blaze your own trail, man. You got to carve out your own path. And so I want to give you more specifics than I gave you yesterday to give you a little bit more direction. Something that I'm really supremely confident will work for you if you apply, you know, conf, uh, if you apply, you know, consistency, commitment, sacrifice, intensity, passion, you know, all that stuff. If you apply all that stuff, this is going to work. But how you specifically apply it, I'm not going to get into those like you know, crossing every T and dotting every I. But three to five sets of each one, four to eight, and then I would loop back around on Friday, I would do the same thing, squats, bench, deadlift, three to five sets of each. These are not warm-up sets. These are your actual working sets. So, you know, you do as many warm-up sets as is needed, and that really varies a lot from one person to the next. But, you know, anywhere from, you know, two to four warm-up sets is probably fine. But on Fridays, I would switch it up. I would use lighter loads, moderate loads, and I would push your rep range much higher. So now I would do sets of like 8 to 15. And, you know, I think, you know, a set of 15 on squats, that'll test your manhood, man. That'll test your womanhood, you know, if you're not if you're not ready for that. Even if you're using a pretty light weight, you're going to have to strap in your seatbelt, man, and buckle up for that ride because... A set of 15 on squats is no joke. And I don't care if you've got got nickels on each side. That's going to be serious business if you've never done that before. And so that's what I would kind of do at the beginning for your Monday and Friday uh, sessions. And then on Wednesday, I would mix it up a little bit in that I wouldn't do squats, bench, or deadlift. I would kind of give your joints a little bit of a break, a little bit of a rest. Not if you did squats, bench, deadlift, again, it would really tax your joints too much because you're a beginner. You're just starting out. So you're probably fine. But what I would do is I would mix it up and I would do like, you know, I'd mix in like an overhead shoulder press, dumbbell or barbell. I'd mix in like some kind of vertical pull down, you know, for lats. So you could do chin-ups, you could do you know the pull down machine. You know since deadlifts are very horizontal in nature, I would kind of change your plane of movement there and do something vertical. I would do some kind of an additional chest exercise, like maybe a fly. You know a dumbbell fly, a machine fly, that would be fine. And then of course you want to get you want to get some arm work in there, right? I would do some direct biceps and and triceps work uh, on that Wednesday you know, and one to two exercises for biceps, one to two exercises for triceps, since you're not directly hitting those on Monday or Friday, I think that's fine. You know, three to four sets for each exercise. And, you know, three to four sets for each exercise on the shoulder work, you know, the back work, the chest work is also fine. And here, I would probably stay between eight to 12 reps. That has been shown to be kind of the sweet spot for hypertrophy you know now there's a lot of hypertrophic benefits when you're in the lower rep range more so than we at first maybe believed there's some hypertrophic benefits when you're in the higher rep ranges but I think 8 to 12 it's kind of that nice balance between a moderate load and a nice amount of reps so that's how I would set that up on Wednesday And I would probably, oh, and you need some leg work too. Sorry. You need, you know, you need another leg exercise. Probably like a leg press or like a dumbbell Roman, a Romanian deadlift, dumbbell, barbell, whatever. I think that's a really good, you know, I would do one or the other. I wouldn't do both leg presses and Romanian deadlifts. Just pick one. You know, leg presses are going to probably be, you know, a little bit more quad dominant. You're definitely going to get some hamstrings in there and some glutes in there, depending on where you put your feet on the platform. But if you really want to focus on your hamstrings specifically, then Romanian deadlifts would be be best. And you might be thinking, Jim, I'm a beginner. I don't know what I should focus on. Well then I would probably choose leg press uh, if you're a beginner and you're not quite sure where to focus. So that's what I would do training-wise. What about nutrition? Well that's the other side of the coin and probably the more important side of the coin. So what would I do nutritionally? Well, as I talked about yesterday in part one, I would start tracking your macros. And so I would start weighing your food and measuring your food and coming to some understanding of how you're fueling your body. But now you're probably wondering, all right, Jim, well, I got that. I've ordered my scale on Amazon and now I'm just not quite sure what to do next. Well, here's what I would do next. For the next three to six days, I would not change how you normally eat at all. I would make zero alterations to how you normally eat. I would use this as an opportunity to take an inventory of how you currently eat. And the reason I would do that is because we're all starting from a very different point. And, you know, I could sit here and I could say, hey, you got to eat 180 grams of protein per day, right? Like you weigh 180 pounds, make it simple, one gram per pound. You got to get to 180 grams of protein. And you might be saying like, all right, man, I'm fired up. Let's do it. I want to build this muscle. I want those amino acids, all that stuff. Okay, great. But the problem is if you're normally eating 50 grams of protein a day or 65, getting to 180 is going to be a huge shock to your system. I mean, that is going to, I mean, you're tripling your protein intake, right? You're not ready for that. You're just, you're just not. You need some time to build up to that. Even if it's only a week or two, right? You can mo- usually move through this pretty quickly as you start to build and develop that awareness. But you need to establish the awareness. You need a reference point to kind of refer to. You need some level of where you are currently at. And usually, protein is the most eye-opening thing for most people because your average person, your average everyday person, you know, again, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel style, man, we just pull these people off the street and we ask them how much protein they eat. It's very, very little. Most people are highly protein deficient when it comes to just overall health, let alone muscle building, you know, kind of purposes. And so... I would take an inventory, and I would strive to get up to one gram per pound of body weight, but give yourself a couple of weeks to get there, right? Don't feel like you need to do that the next day necessarily. Now, if you can and you're ready to give that a shot, then give it a shot. You know, go for it. But I would be, you know, give yourself and your body and your mind an opportunity to breathe because you're in this for the long haul, man. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to build Rome tomorrow, right? If it takes a little while, that's okay. From a carb standpoint, you know, this is going to largely, like carbs and fats, this is going to largely depend a lot on what your goals are. And I I referenced this video series yesterday, but I'll reference it again today in case, you know, some of you guys are kind of jumping in on this part two of this little If I Was a Beginner series. I did a three-part YouTube series where I talked about how to set up your macros for fat loss. And so that might give you some help in terms of you know, specific numbers and and guidelines to think about if your goal is fat loss. But here, let me come at it from a different angle. And let me just say that your goal is just to kind of be healthy. Your goal is just to create good habits. Your goal is just to start taking your nutrition more seriously. Then what I would do is I would shoot for you know, you're gonna, it's going to require some trial and error because everybody's metabolism is unique, and how you know you process carbs, and I process carbs, and you know Susie, you know down the block processes carbs is going to be very different, and so we have to be mindful of that. But I would shoot for about one to one and a half grams of carbs per pound of body weight. So if you weigh one hundred and fifty pounds. You know, I would fall somewhere between 150 and 225 carbs. You may find that that's way too little. You may find that you need more than that to fuel your new workouts, right? To feel good throughout the day. You may find that that's an enormous amount of food. You may find that you need to pare that down a little bit. That could easily happen too. But once you have the protein and the carbs in place, then I would just use the fats as kind of a filler to get you up to somewhere around 12 – To 13 times your body weight in total calories. So if you weigh 200 pounds, to make the numbers even simpler on my end, if you weigh 200 pounds, you know 12 times your body weight is 2,400 calories. 13 times is 2,600, and so I would land somewhere around there. Once you hit your protein requirements, and then you you know you settle on a carb number carb number to test out, and then you kind of fill it in with fats, and so. That is exactly how I would start. If I was a beginner, that is exactly what I would do, right? That I would set up my training the way that I suggested and I would set up my approach to nutrition the way that I suggested. And, you know, if your goal is overall health and just kind of establishing a baseline, then I I would run these numbers for, man, at least a month, right? I would take inventory for about that first week and then the next three weeks, you know, just pick a carb number, get to your protein goal and then pick a fat number to get you to your calorie target and then just, you know, exercise a little bit of patience as you kind of just see how your body responds because remember, you've got all those beginner gains I talked about yesterday and so you might be surprised at how much food you can eat and still feel good about yourself, feel good about the progress you're making and just, you know, feel good about everything and so... That's it, man. That's part two. I don't think I'll need a part three, but you never know, man. I mean, a lot of times when I record these podcasts, you know, new ideas pop into my mind while I'm talking, and so who knows what uh, what I'll think about when I review kind of how this guy went. But I hope that was helpful for you guys. You know, uh, definitely let me know what you thought. Shoot me an email, jshultf3 at gmail. Hit me up on social media, jshultf3 across the board. You know, tag a friend, share this with somebody, and let's spread the word, man. Fitness, finance, faith. Let's get it all out there, baby. So I will see you guys next time. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout, I don't have enough prestige yet to have, you know, my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to Cubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look.